Hey, everybody. All right, there we go. Yeah, that's a new thing. That's an intro. Yeah, welcome back. It's the Mountaineer Sports Insider Podcast. Tanner Lambert, Sports Director at U92, alongside the sports editor over at the Daily Athenaeum, Mr. Luke Blaine. And uh, we bring you these every Friday, and we're back once again ahead of West Virginia, Texas Tech, the gold rush tomorrow here in Morgantown. Uh, should be a full house. West Virginia going gold hat, gold shirt, gold pants for the game. Going to be an exciting one. Coming off a big win in the backyard brawl. Luke Blaine last week for the football team. Coach Brown's got a chance to go three straight wins here. First time in his career at West Virginia. He's got the opportunity to do that. Also first time he could beat Texas Tech. He's 0-4 coming into this one. Uh, opportunity, though, there to get things done tomorrow at Milan Pushkar Stadium. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this is a real turning point, I think, for Neil Brown and the Mountaineers. Can Neil Brown come out and show Mountaineer fans that things can be different this year, or are they going to give it up? And we're going to see what happens, but overall, I would expect Milan Pushkar to be very rowdy, very loud. Not sh- my, I'm not sure any game will probably match the fan intensity from last week, but still look for Mountaineer fans to show up and show out. Yeah, I have to agree. I think it's an exciting opportunity. It looks like we're going to see the young gun Nico Marikul tomorrow, or Nico Markiel, however you want to – I think it's Markiel. Markiel. Yeah, Markiel. Um, and uh, that's due to the injury of Garrett Green, six plays into the game last weekend, unfortunately. But uh, Nico came in, and he was just exactly what the doctor ordered for West Virginia in that game, Luke. And – uh, was able to lead them to victory 17-6 to over Phil Jerkovic and the Pitt Panthers. And it seems like the Mountaineers kind of broke Pitt fans. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've been talking about it. Oh, we man. have our morning show here on Friday mornings on U92, the Moose, called Beat the Clock, 8 to 10 a.m. You can tune in and listen. Uh, also available as a podcast under the Sports Page podcast feed. Um, Pitt Clothing Company or something is what it's called. Selling shirts, Boo City, USA, up there in Pittsburgh, in the Pitt Panther colors. Certainly something. Uh, Yeah, that's something. I just, now granted, I do think booing college athletes as an adult fan. Yeah, no, I agree. Is a little weird. I think he's 18 of 57 over the last three games, three touchdowns, three picks. It's but I mean, if you're if you're a player, you just got to take that on the chin, and you got to keep going. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And they've the Pitt Panthers have uh, UNC tomorrow uh, at home night game in the ACC. But uh, that's it. That's all we're going to talk about as far as Pitt goes. Uh, but a, a good win for West Virginia, and again, probably the biggest win of Neil Brown's career here in Morgantown, just for what it could mean for this season. The rest of the Big Twelve not playing very hot right now, so uh, something to possibly see tomorrow with Texas Tech in town uh, and Joey McGuire and uh, Shuck, the quarterback, Tyler Shuck. Um, he, he lit up West Virginia last year. 48-10 was the final there in Lubbock. So definitely a game West Virginia would want to have back if they could. Um, and one that's kind of like, a, okay, we're going to show you we weren't the 14th team in the Big 12 as we were picked before the season. Uh, Texas Tech 1-2 and two coming into this one. Losses to Oregon, and I think they were the team that lost to Wyoming, right? And Baylor lost to Texas State week one, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, they beat Tarleton State last week, did the Red Raiders. So that's their only win on the season right now, FCS opponent. Um, so 
West Virginia is going to have to uh, hopefully show up and play well at, in Morgantown and be 3-1 and one heading into next week. couple undefeated squads left in the Big 12. The University of Central Florida, who's on West Virginia's schedule, they'll be coming up here soon. Oklahoma 3-0, Texas 3-0, Oklahoma's on the schedule. Kansas is 3-0, they're, they're not on the schedule. BYU's 3-0, they are on the schedule. TCU's 2-1, and, and with a win in the conference already, they are uh, right now in first place. That was a win over Houston, right? So uh, definitely something to see. West Virginia again, Texas Tech tomorrow, then they'll play TCU, have a bye, go down to Houston for a Thursday night game against Dana have another kind of mini-buy, and then I think it's Central Florida after that, and BYU, then we will get to November. Yeah, so the, the Mountaineers are set up for success right now. Yeah. I think I think the ball's in their court. They, there are a lot of winnable games on this schedule. I mean, we were talking about it in the group chat the other night, the Beat yeah. the Clock group chat. I mean, eight games is possible. I, I think very possible. Yeah, West Virginia's got the 10th-ranked offense in the Big 12 right now, 8th-ranked defense. Yeah. It's right there. And that comes with, I mean— you can't really gauge that based off of, you know, you played against Penn State and then you played against Pitt with your backup quarterback. So, yeah. who was also playing on like a fraction of the playbook. Right. No, fair enough. Uh, they've got the fourth best rushing defense in the Big 12, fifth best rushing offense, dude, the Mountaineers. They have the ninth best passing defense. They have the 14th ranked passing offense, but that's because they've only thrown. It uh, 70 times through three games, oh, yeah. far less than anybody else in the conference, um, and and that's why their offensive efficiency is ninth, defensive efficiency is ninth. So again, right there in the middle of the pack as far as this Big 12. Uh, looking through all the stats here, Luke, uh, 11th in kickoffs. Don't really. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What goes into ranking kickoffs? Touchbacks and yards allowed. They've allowed the. Two returns for 38 yards. Somehow that's 11th. I, I, or is that maybe returns? Yeah, that's kickoff return, excuse me. They've had two kickoff returns for 38 yards, average of 19 a return, which is why it's 11th. The best is Oklahoma averaging 36 or 34 yards, rather, a kickoff return, only on four of them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, punt return for West Virginia, they're ranked ninth. Kicking itself, kickoffs, they're ranked second. Uh, they've had 15 kickoffs this season. A average of 65 yards per kickoff, lots of touchbacks. Uh, seven of those 15 have been touchbacks. On the other, what is that math real quick? Seven, 58. They've allowed 11 yards per kickoff return. That's pretty good. Uh, field goal-wise, they're one for one, lowest in the conference. But that ranks them at third because it's 100%. <laughs> PAT-wise, West Virginia's ranked ninth. They're 11 for 11 on the season. Awesome. Uh, and then punting-wise, West Virginia is ranked 14th. They've only punted. There's that punt return. No, it, it should be punt. Uh, they've punted 10 times, I think. All right, 38 yards a punt. Great. Defense, they've been better. Uh, they've been a lot better, I would say. Yeah. Defense, Sacks. I mean, defense definitely been the piece that's kind of been keeping them in a lot of games. You know, they were in that game against Penn State for a lot longer than I think people expected, largely because of the defense. Yeah. And got it, got them through that pit win. I mean, didn't give up a touchdown. That's a defensive performance you can hang your hat on and something you can be really happy with. I agree. Uh, they've been sacked six times this season, have the Mountaineers. 
They have five sacks as a team through three games. And then they are third in interceptions with five interceptions already more than they had last season. So that's always good to see. One of the other good stats, uh, they've had 13 penalties through three games, which ranks sixth in the conference. Been pretty good as far as that goes. Um, Red zone offense for the Mountaineers, 9 of 12. Red zone defense for the Mountaineers, 8 of 9 for other teams. That's something you want to clean up for sure. But the one last week against Pitt was a big red zone stand. The big number to me, time of possession, they're third in the conference, 33 minutes a game, and and that's going to be something that's going to help them throughout this season, being able to control that. Taj Brooks coming into this one, fifth-best rusher in the Big 12 for Texas Tech. He's going to be a guy they're going to have to shut down for sure, uh, and that's going to matter. All right, that's enough on that game. Looking at this weekend, it starts tonight at Dick DeLess Soccer Stadium. Game can be heard right here on U92. The 6-0-1, number two ranked West Virginia soccer team hosts Georgia Southern in a conference game. It's the whiteout game tonight and a chance to move to 7-0-1. West Virginia, Luke, if you had not known, is the soccer capital of the United States of America. Marshall, number one in the country. West Virginia, number two. The University of Central Florida, number three. All three of those schools are Sunbelt Conference teams in men's soccer. West Virginia drew with UCF last Friday. Uh, I think it was 2-2 off the top of my head. Uh, Marshall hosts UCF tomorrow night on Saturday night. That's a game I'll be paying attention to for what it could mean. But uh, some big things going on in the state of West Virginia as far as that's concerned. A nice win on Tuesday against Dayton 1-0 here in Morgantown. Yes, it was a 2-2 tie last weekend. The West Virginia... I mean, how, how, many, oh, how many shutouts is that? Uh, seven? Is it seven? Or no, not, no, no they've well, played I mean, not, seven not games. Seven. They've had yeah, five shutouts. Five shutouts? That's... Five shutouts in seven games. Pretty good. The defense has You'll been. win a lot of games if you keep doing that. Yeah, no kidding. Jackson Lee's been good. The defense has been good. Caldera has seven goals in seven games. I'd say that's pretty good. Um, on the women's side of things, they get a big win last night over Iowa State at home, 1-0. Uh, that's the Big 12 home opener for the women. They're at home on Sunday, 12 noon kickoff on U92. TCU is in town. Texas Christian comes into this game ranked pretty well they've played well this season have the horn frogs and west virginia's got to get another home win with nikki Izzo brown at the helm uh gymnastics they have still not started the new season yeah they're uh, usually more right. they're, they're kind of like same time frame as basketball yeah that's what uh, i thought all right i just want to make sure we're covering all of them uh cross country they were up at the RMU Colonial Invitational last Saturday. They get third place out there in Pennsylvania. That's really good to see. They're at the Lock Haven Invitational tomorrow. Um, that's also in Pennsylvania at the West Branch Cross Country Course at 11 a.m. So good luck to the cross country team out there. Uh, chance to do some nice things this season. Uh, third place is always good in an invitational. Women's basketball is starting to come up here very quickly as are the men's basketball uh conference schedules for both those squads should be released next week sometime so we'll have those for you and break those down next weekend but definitely excited to see that both teams will be playing pit this year for what it's worth um the women's basketball team's hosting the track or treat up here in october and then the mountaineer madness is a new event uh hosted by the men's basketball team uh, we found out that would be on fall break, unfortunately. Uh, Three-point contest, dunk contest, and autograph session with new head coach Josh Eilert out there. That's coming up here soon. Uh, the West Virginia volleyball team, Luke, 
Iowa yeah. State was in town last night. They got swept three nothing, unfortunately. But Iowa State's a top twenty-five program. Yep, very good coming into it. Hopefully, they can get things turned around. Yeah, have another shot today. I think that's the beauty of volleyball. You know, yeah. you get it's a lot like baseball. You get a lot of chances against the same teams. So they will play Iowa State again. Uh, Iowa State again today at. 6 p.m. at Mile and Push, or not Mile and Push, shoot, (laughs) WVU, man, I I can't get the darn stadium names right Uh, anywhere, but uh, the Coliseum, Coliseum. yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Nebraska did a, yeah, fair enough, yeah, fair enough, that that would be, it'd be something, yeah, Uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind that, Um, all right, tell me about tennis, Luke Blaine, tennis at WVU is going to be at Thunder in the Mountains this weekend. Okay. Uh, the tournament they co-host with Marshall for the spring. They also do like player clinics, youth clinics, uh, in which I think is really cool. A chance for some of the kids to get out there and learn from some of some college tennis players in West Virginia, which I think is awesome. So they had a pretty decent weekend last week. I believe it was six singles wins and three doubles. Team's looking a lot different this year. Lost three players with Kendall Kovic, Camilla Bossi, and Penny Jay. Bring in Love Star Alexis, the grad transfer out of Mid Tennessee. But they're gonna I think, you know, fall season is the figuring things out period. This is the time where teams come together and they see what they have, see what they can improve before next season. And WVU's gonna they had a I think they showed promise last season. And I think the Big Twelve is currently opening up. It's not quite open just yet. You still have Texas and Oklahoma, who are two of the, you know, the two best teams in the conference easily, but still a pretty rough slate. And I think that Coach Lee Sots will get the girls in shape, and they'll they'll be ready come spring season time. Good to hear. Uh, big away week next week for most West Virginia teams. I mentioned the soccer's both have home games this weekend, both on U92. Uh, but then the men go to UNC Greensboro next Tuesday. Volleyball is home versus Kansas State on Wednesday night. Women's soccer is at Texas on Thursday next week, a big day on Saturday. Men's soccer is at Georgia State. Football's at TCU. Volleyball is home versus Chicago State. Uh I think it's cross countries at the Paul Short Run in Bethlehem, PA. Tennis is at the ITA All-American Championships. Lots of events next week. Uh, women's soccer on the road as well next week. Um, so, yeah, definitely. I think they're on the road next week. Let me make sure. Yeah, they're they're yeah at Texas and then at Houston um, before they come home uh, for that little fall break thing. Uh, Oklahoma on that Thursday night. And then Oklahoma State on Sunday. Uh, so some big, big deals going on. Lots of away matchups and things of that nature. But a full week of Mountaineer sports has come and gone once again, Luke Blaine. And uh, right now I think things are rolling in the right direction for a lot of these programs. Oh, absolutely. I think that, you know, WVU sports, there's a lot to be excited about. And I think the ball's rolling and it'll keep rolling. Yeah, fair enough. Um the marching band also, by the way, going to oh, be in the yeah. Thanksgiving Day Parade. Is that Huge this year news. or next year? Next year, 24. Next year, 24, all right. Yeah. Huge news? Oh, yeah. Okay. That, that's like, I don't that's know. as big as it gets for marching bands. Yeah, fair enough. I think. Uh, I don't know if they've ever done that before or not. I think they have. You think they have? I feel like they have. Okay. Before. Well, that's but that's cool to see. Uh, the Hall of Fame, uh, West Virginia Sports Hall of Fame, or WVU Sports Hall of Fame, whatever it's called, that will be tomorrow at Milan Pushkar Stadium season. Really uh, important West Virginia athletes going to that. And that will be during the football game. Again, the gold rush. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we've covered most of it. it it's kind of odd. I, I think that, you know, we were really ramping up all at once, and now things are starting to spread back out again, which is definitely making our lives a heck of a lot easier. I cannot wait for next week to have a lot of these events be away where we can pay attention, but oh, yeah. not really have to be on site for them and that sort of thing. That makes our life easier, ability to get some schoolwork done and that stuff. As far as that's concerned, Luke, um, it, it sometimes it gets a little tiring, right? Four soccer games at home in one week with a home football game. It's Oh, yeah. And then sports night on Wednesday, it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Beat the yeah. clock Monday morning. Like, it's it's every day. It doesn't stop yeah. around here. I love the atmosphere of Mountaineer home games and anything, but, yeah. the No. <laughs> yeah. The atmosphere last weekend was awesome oh, for yeah. Pitt. Uh, I, I think that, you know, you really got to see what this fan base can be, uh, which is certainly something. Uh, I, I think that uh, if they're able to do it tomorrow and take down Texas Tech, uh, they could be ranked uh, come next week, potentially. Yeah. Potentially be a 3-1 squad. At I think least it, you hopefully have to, receive some votes. Yeah. You have to have a better win against Tech than you did against Pitt, I think. Yeah, I, I think, think that's fair. It's got to be a little bit prettier, you know, but, easier on the eyes. <laughs> yeah, here, here's the deal. Uh, you know, you're a 3-1 team and your only loss is to top 10 Pitt, uh, Penn State. Yeah. And, the, I mean, if that's any other school in the country, especially an SEC school, they're definitely going to be ranked. So uh, I would hope to see that West Virginia could be ranked, but first they got to go take care of it and win the game. Uh, I think it'll be another rush-heavy game, especially if Nico is playing. Have not been uh, announced yet if it's going to be Garrett Green or not, but I would assume it's going to be Nico Marco. Uh Hopefully Green can heal up here quickly because this is a team that could definitely benefit from having Garrett Green on the field. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see what happens tomorrow with the gold rush. Uh, tonight, though, that men's soccer game, very important. Number two team in the country. If Marshall loses tomorrow, we can be talking about a number one ranked West Virginia men's soccer team, which is very, very exciting. Uh, in only year four of Dan Stratford, this team's already been to the Elite Eight in the last two years um, as far as soccer goes, and that's definitely exciting, especially for a sport where a lot of the postseason play is regionalized and at home sites uh, that could mean big, big things for this program and big events going on over at Dick Dillette Soccer Stadium. So hopefully you can get out there to the whiteout tonight. And uh, if not, tune in on U92 The Moose. I'll have the play-by-play -play action for you. And if it sounds like I'm tired, it's because I am a, oh, a little yeah. bit tired. Um, so I need to be able to make sure I'm rested up and ready to go because it's a conference matchup tonight, and that's an important thing. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it. And this team has been rolling Caldera's top 10 in the country in goals. Lee's top 10 in the country in clean sheets as far as goalkeeping goes. Like, they have done a lot of very, very good things this season over there on the men's side. The women look to uh, hopefully be getting right, Luke. Um, hopefully volleyball can bounce back tonight against Iowa State as well. Yeah. Yeah, a good win yesterday for the women's team. Yeah, it was. I think that, it was an important yeah, win. Uh, important, you know, Big 12 this is the time when you really want to kick it into gear. Obviously, you want a better start than two, five, and two. But I think that you know, never doubt Nikki is O'Brown. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, all right. Well, Luke, you got anything else to talk about? This has only been twenty minutes. This is be one of the quicker episodes. Yeah, seen. I know. It's been. It's been a week, man. Yeah. We we really put a lot into Pitt and all of the coverage we were doing for it, and it's come and gone. And now we've got to reset once again. And so. Uh, I don't know. I, I felt like this morning, waking up for Beat the Clock, it was the hardest one so far oh this gosh. year. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm ready to 
not have a noon kick tomorrow. That's a very exciting thing. Yeah. 3.30 kick makes life a little bit easier. Uh, hopefully be able to sleep past 7 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's been brutal out here. Brutal, because we're doing schoolwork at the same time. Has been brutal. Yeah. All right, cool. I guess that'll do it for us this week on the MSI Podcast. Luke and I, we go back and forth on who's controlling this Twitter thing. Oh, yeah. We've both been lazy the last week. Th- we'll true. promise we're going to do better, <laughs> all right? We're going to do better. Add Fairbanks to WVU. I guess it's yeah. not Twitter. Fairbanks X. to WVU on X, the platform formerly known as Twitter. That is the AP style for now how to say Twitter. Is it actually? Yes. There you go. <laughs> That's funny. So if you're writing that in the story, you say X, comma, the platform formerly known as Twitter. That's funny. Follow the MSI guys on there at Fairbanks to WVU. Such an old inside joke, such a goodie. It felt oh, like yeah. Alaska out there this morning. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's oh yeah, chilly. it's a little bit. It's a little bit chilly out here. Yeah, but it's gonna be like re- 75. Remind, later reminded today. me of my vacation home. Brutal, brutal. Like if it's gonna be 50, let's keep it at 50. Exactly. That's where I'm at. Come on. Quarter zip and shorts. Let's go. It's that time of oh, year, yeah. baby. I love it. All right, that'll do it for us this week. We'll be back next week with more. It's the Mountaineer Sports Insider.